But no, we'll get stuck into our, our main segment then, which is going to be our rookie mock draft. Now, as I said, they will not be drafting each other, so we've given each other's uh, each other picks. Um, so what we'll start off is the, the 101, which is Craig's pick. Now, I, I, I'll be picking that one, and I think it's fairly obvious, and given that the trade that just happened in our league, um, absolute blockbuster of a trade, which... Um, it's getting worse for Dean, which was um, Benny Snell for Carrion Johnson. So Carrion Johnson obviously getting cut and then picked up by the Eagles, which doesn't help. Kenny what? Oh, have you not seen this? No. <laughs> yeah, so Craig, Craig made a blockbuster trade with uh, with Dean, swapping uh, Carrion Johnson for Benny Snell. So uh, what I think that does obviously is effectively pick up or guarantee um, who Craig is taking and at the one hundred one, which is going to be Najee Harris. Mm. So I, th- I think he was the only running back who actually landed somewhere where you're probably more excited about it. Um, he's the only, he's really the only person in that backfield. He's just a clear. Yeah, I think he was a consensus one hundred one before um, being drafted as a Steelers. So I think that just locks him in at one hundred one for Craig. I think we're on the 102, which is Michael's pick, uh, which is going to be picked by Craig. Be gentle with me, Craigy baby. <laughs> I think Michael is going to go Bevan Jordan. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> I think he's going to go Jamar Chase here. He's made it clear last week that he's looking for receivers, and Jamar Chase is the best receiver on the board. And the real draft is on the Bengals, wouldn't be the worst as long as, you know, Burrow doesn't die because he has no protection. But I think it's. Clear, that's who you're going for. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It does depend on. Look, I, I, as I said, because in two, I don't really uh, hide it too much because there's enough decent receivers on the board that I can get a good one regardless, even if you were to pick up, say, Chase. In, in, uh, but question of if Borrow doesn't stay fit and Chase is getting throws from a backup all year, that'd be fucking annoying, wouldn't it? But Yeah, like he's obviously got Boyd and Higgins to compete with for the. For a lot of the targets, but I, I still think the with how hyped up he's been, I think he's definitely just still a great pickup, regardless of of the situation. Mm-hmm. Now, what what we've done is with uh, Clark, he's not going to be pleased with this, but we've given Michael all Clarky's picks to make. So with the one hundred three, which is Clarky's pick, Michael, who do you think Clarky he will take? Well, Clarky will be taking probably no one. Clarky, he'll probably. De- to the second round and pick up like Rondale Moore or something like that. But, um, <laughs> now, so when we were talking last week, didn't we say that running backs were his weak spot? I mean, everything is probably his weak spot. Yeah. So he, he's got enough. He does. He won't get a. He won't take a quarterback. He doesn't need a quarterback. No, um, I think it's very early. I that. imagine. So, given that obviously we can't already off the board in this scenario, that leaves Clarky yeah. uh, to take Travis Etienne. As the second running back off the board, yeah, that's fair. He's obviously uh, a bit of a backup. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen with the Jags picking him up, but yeah, I mean, if it, if he needs running back, then that's certainly um, what he would need to go for. So, Craig, with the one of four and Peter's pick, who do you think he's going to take? Well, I think like a lot of people, Peter would like the you know sturdy up the running back field, Scott. But I think you can't pass up on Cal Pitts here. He's the best player on the board. Tight end, it could be locked for 15 years. You could have the next Travis Kelch on his hands. I just can't see anybody passing up if he follows it before. Yeah, no. So obviously, Pitts is is that big hyped up tight end who uh, everyone's comparing him to going to be like a Kelch or a Kittle. And I think the landing spot was great for him. So I think 
if Pitts gets to the one and four, I definitely think that's going to be an easy pickup for Peter. Now, with the one and five, we've got Monty here. So Monty's is an interesting one because his team needs are wide receiver, I think. But I think he'd almost be th- he, he doesn't necessarily need a quarterback because he's got Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. But I think if Lawrence is sitting here at the one and five, he could be tempted. But I don't I, I think you probably realize that Russell Wilson and Tom Brady are fine for this year. So I think we'll go for the next best receiver, which is Devonta Smith, who has been slowly sort of falling down. Like he had an incredible year. He was the Heisman winner and has sort of been falling down a lot of people's rankings. Uh like a lot of people have a few other receivers ahead of him. So I I'd be surprised, but I do think he's gonna be the 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 number two receiver off the board. I think he will go to Demonte there. Then mm-hmm. next pick is the one six with Dan. Michael, who do you think Dan's going to take? Well, I've never met Dan before, but if he has any sense, <laughs> looking at his quarterback room, he's got Goff, Minshew, and Kirk Cousins, which suggests strongly he'll be taking a quarterback. Uh, and again, given the current drafts that he's picked, every quarterback is still on the board. Maybe we have another quarterback pick. Yeah, no, no so, quarterback here. In that instance, obviously, he would take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely agreed. I mean, I do think I think Dan's team has a lot of needs, but I think you always got to start with with quarterback to sort of build your team back up. And I think with Lawrence being there, if if Lawrence dropped to the one and six, I think he's just an easy pick up there. He's, mm. he's that guaranteed uh, long term starter. So I do think that's a, a solid pick. All right, then the one seven is my pick next, which Craig you're making for me. Yeah, like the only thing you really need is quarterback because your quarterback is in a bit of chaos state at the moment. Yeah, you don't know where Deshaun Watson's going to be, but I don't think you draft one here at the one seven. So. Trying to read my mind. I'm trying to, I just don't know where you'd go. I think you'd just take the. Oh, you don't need a run back, though. <laughs> you know, I think you're going to be a bit of a wild card and you're going to take Rashad Bateman, hoping that Lamar Jackson gets his number one receiver going forward. Yeah, in- interesting selection. Interesting selection. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but uh, yeah, certainly interesting. Um, but yes, next we've got a wee bit of a run for, for Craig here. So uh, it's, yeah, you managed to trade well and you've managed to get the 108, the 110 and the 201. But uh, for this next one, for your 108, I think you've already taken Harris. So I think you're going to try and want to take the next best receiver on the board because I do think your your team's needs are running back and receiver. You don't really have tight ends and backup quarterbacks and future picks and yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think for twenty twenty five, Jimmy. I think for quarterback you're fine, and I think Matthew, you also know quarterback is fine. So I think you're going to be happy that one isn't going to go with Matthew's pick. So I think you're going to go for the next best receiver on the board, which is Jalen Waddle, who is at the Dolphins. Uh, I think following you, getting rid of um, getting rid of Will Fuller, who's now end up there. I think you could possibly hope that Waddle will kind of break through and Fuller's injuries may may lead him to uh, being off the field a bit. So I think the one wait you take Jalen Waddle. The next we've got the one oh nine, which is your pick, Craig, for Matthew. Yep, and as you mentioned, he doesn't need 
the quarterback. He's got Mahomes, Lamar, Tua, and Garoppolo for this year. So I can't see him going. Quarterback here. What's in his needs? Running backs. He probably would be running back. I think he'll just take Javante Williams here, the best running back on the board. He is lacking in that position. I would agree with that. I think that's where he's going to go. Yeah, no, I think Matthew's positions of needs are really running back and tight end, and John Williams being the last running back, really rel- well, relevant running back on the board, I'd say. Uh, it's probably a, probably a sensible pick. All right, now we've got a wee, a wee back-to-back at Craig here uh, with the 110 and 201. So, Michael, you've got the 110 to pick for him. Who do you think All right. to go for? Craig, with the draft capital you've accrued, you're going to be looking short-term, but there's also going to be a long-term. So based on that, I think at this point, given that you've taken a receiver and a running back, I think you're going to take a future quarterback prospect. So even if he doesn't start this year, he might. You take him. A, so you have, because he could be a stud. So you could have him and no one else could have him. Ah. Which one, though? <laughs> that, my thing is, Trey Lance is in a better spot, obviously. Uh, Fields is, well, I, from what the draft people are saying, they, they couldn't understand why he was falling as far as he was. And he could put the franchise on his back, and he's more likely to be a starter than Lance this year. Uh, but I think because of the spot he's in the coaching, you'll take Trey Lance. Yeah, it's interesting. I think there's, there's a lot of good quarterbacks on the board, and I think it is a tough. Like, I don't think you're going to go necessarily wrong with any of them. Like, but I do think Fields, the fact that he dropped down so far, um, unless you know he's got that stud receiver in um, Al Robinson. So it's I think he, I think he could have a good career there, and I think the Bears could possibly have found their their quarterback as well. Uh, or sorry, you so no, you picked Lance, didn't you? <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lance. But even still, Lance with that uh, with having Kittle and things, uh, I think he's still got a got a team that's set up the win already. I was thinking, can you like having been taken? Can you remember a player going third overall, going to a better team, like an already better prepared team? Well, considering they're in the Super Bowl last well exactly. previous season, like they've got everything there. Injuries killed them last year. It's a great situation yeah. for them. Yeah, I think he's the only quarterback who's gone to a team which is just set up to win already. Like, you look at all the other ones, they're all sort of lower down or starting to rebuild or whatever. But yeah, it's like you say, it's it's surprising that uh, the, the 49ers had such a high pick. I know they traded up a wee bit, but it just seems amazing that that's all they needed to make their team relevant again. Yeah, no, it's, they're, they're going to be exciting to watch this year, I think. No, 100% agree. Definitely good defence, strong running back core. I don't know who the one is, but they've got a great running team. Yeah, Good pack of receivers. They've now looked like they've got their quarterback. Could be one to watch. Kettle's fit, Boost is fit. Yeah. That'd be big. All right, well, back to Craig as well. So, I mean, Craig, you're the the main talk of this uh, show at the minute uh, with all your picks. But two or two, so obviously so far you've got your quarterback, your running back, and your wide receiver in uh, Trey Lance, Najee Harris, and Jalen Waddle. So it's kind of hard to see where you'll go here. I don't think you're going. I don't think you would push to get a tight end. I think you're going to go for the most quality player that's available on the board. And I do think it's going to be a running back, which I think you're going to be going for 
possibly the one who can break through and be the starter, which is Michael Carter. I think it might be a bit of a push, but he's a running back for the Jets. And I just think that he's going to be the one with the most chance of actually breaking through and becoming the starter this year compared to all the other running backs on the board. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, it's a hard one to tell because you've, you've kind of filled all your key roles and it's about just going for the next best player on the board. It might be a receiver, but I think the remaining receivers are all a bit hit or miss, really. So I think that's just the safest option on the board for you. But yep, so we're back to the two of two, which is my pick, um, which Craig will be making for me. Yeah, well, as I mentioned, your quarterback is a bit of chaos at the moment. You only really have Drew Locke. So I think now at the two of two, you would just, Michael Zara would see pick trade-ons for me. So I think you would just pick up Justin Freeman's here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a logical one. I love how we don't even mention uh, the other quarterback's name anymore. Just let's... Keep moving past that. It's <laughs> just it's yeah. the team he's at. You just, I, just, I have bad memories of that team. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's sensible. I think it's, like, I'll, I'll not give too much away, but I mean, obviously, if you look at my quarterback situation, you, you would be thinking that I would be needing the draft one. So I think Justin Fields is the best quarterback on the board there. So I think that a lot of people had him as the second best talent of the quarterbacks. Um, He's got Alan Robinson to throw to. He's got good running capabilities. I think he'll be a great fantasy fantasy outlet. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was looking at it and his stats last year. I think he ran like 137 times last year. Uh, like he, he wasn't too productive in terms of uh, his, his yardage and his, his fumbling's a bit of a concern. I think he had nine fumbles last year from rushing attempts. So not the best, but I still think he's, he's in a good situation there. He'll become the starter once Dalton inevitably feels there's <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't even rule out him starting week one yeah I, I mean, would I don't think you'd bring in Dalton while you have Nick Foles there if you're not going to start Dalton though. like you've but got they maybe thought that Field wouldn't because they'd trade it up because they knew Field was there and who was it Giants were going to take him or Cowboys was not trade it up with yeah, I think the, the the interesting thing I saw was that the Vikings were actually hoping to take him as well if he landed to them, which doesn't bode well for Kirk Cousins if they're not necessarily buying into him. It's, it's one of those ones you write out Cousins' contract and then you have your future quarterback there. It made sense to me when I heard that. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. But no, I mean, I, I, I see Dalton as being a starter for the Bears there. Um, so I just don't think, I don't think he'll start. Nick Foles not in consideration, no. Nick Foles, no, Nick Foles is done. I think he did <laughs> last year. These, I, I was never a fan of him. When even when he won that, won the Super Bowl for the Eagles, pretty much, and went to Super Bowl MVP, baby. <laughs> you are such a, you're such a shock jock, Bradley. You can't not be a fan of Nick Foles. He won the Super Bowl, and won the MVP. Fuck, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's not a. Bradley probably player. thinks he's a fortune cookie. He's not even a free man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even the decency of giving him free men status. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's certainly not a free man. He's probably the man you pick out from the bin afterwards, like. But uh, oh. you pick out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You pick out. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on. That sounds like a really uh, good bit to me. If you're willing to go to the bin for it, locked on. Yeah, exactly. It really did. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on to the next pick very swiftly, uh, which is the two hundred three, which is Clarky's pick, which was again given to Michael. So, who do you think Michael will take? Pass. <laughs> Clarky will not pick anyone. No. Uh, is is uh, Kadarius Tony still on the board? 
Yes, he is. He is that's, yeah. that's an absolute stale for Clarkie. He's got a running back in. If he's still there at this point, you'd take him in a heartbeat, would you not? Yeah, no, agreed. I do think, yeah, he's he's he, he was one who dropped down a lot of boards pretty quickly, uh, which I thought was surprising. And I think it's just the landing spot with being the Giants. I mean, they're not exactly a throw first kind of team with Barkley coming back, then Kenny G, but I think the talent is there for Kadarius Tony. But mm. the landing spot was a bit, eh, a bit dodgy. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it is a steal as well for Clarkie there um, at the two of three. All right, well, now we've got back to the two of four, which is Peter's pick yet again. So in the first round, Craig had Peter going for Pitts, um, which I, I wouldn't see him going for a tight end here anyway, because the drop off tight end's a bit rough. Um, but Peter's team needs, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I think his team needs a running back, uh, and but there's not too many left on the board, whereas there is a quarterback. And I know Peter's been drastically trying to get rid of Aaron Rodgers with his current situation. But I just don't know if he would go quarterback there. So I think he might take a punt on the next running back that I see here, which is Trey Sermon, um, who's at the 49ers. Mm. Now, I know, I know it's a crowded backfield. I mean, they've got Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and the brought in Wayne Goldman, I think, as well. Yeah, they did. I don't think anyone's ever been able to sort of establish themselves as the one in that team. So mm. I think it's worth going for a punt for the running back here who's who's a decent I think receiving running back as well. He he's a quick quick guy, quick small guy. Um so I, I think Peter just goes for the next best running back on the board here, which is Trey Sermon. And it makes sense the one whatever running back it is for the 49ers that week always has a solid out and like there's a few games last year I started uh, even says name I forgot it now. Wilson. Jeffy Wilson. Yeah Jeff Wilson. And he was getting 12, 14 points like I mean, my, my concern, I think my concern there with Trey Sermon could well be the drafting of Trey Lance because we, we, we alluded to it earlier that Trey Lance is a bit of a running uh, quarterback as well. Like, I think he's just the things we talked about. That, wasn't it? Well, Trey Lance as well, though. Trey Lance actually had more rushing attempts than Justin Fields. No, so it, it's an interesting one. And like, I think he got 14 rushing touchdowns, Trey Lance. So, I mean, I think that could be. But, I mean, the 49ers are a run-first team, so I think that's possibly favourable towards Trey, Trey Sermon. But, um, yeah, I think that's a solid enough pick. Uh, then we're on to Dan. And, again, we alluded to it that Dan. Dan has quite a few teams. Yeah, it's Monty, 205. It's Monty. Oh, sorry, yeah. Monty, next to the 205. Yes, sorry. Jesus Great. Christ, no wonder this league's going to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, bad commissioning all around there. But, yeah. Uh, Yep, so Craig, you're with Monty's pick here. Yeah. Wait, we passed on Trevor Lawrence in the first round. Tom Brady might... Well, he isn't going, well maybe he's not going to be around forever. Who knows? He's immortal. At this rate, I know. Is he old? I don't even know anymore. What is he, about 26? <laughs> 40, 40. Um, but... What are you talking about? It's a sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sort of rake of receivers he could take here. He might need some. I think he'll take Zach Wilson though, and mm. have some of the receivers. I think he'll take up the quarterback. <laughs> what was that? Steve Westerman. Is that Wilson? Was it a bit of a hot take for Michael? Was it? Was a hot take. 
That's I, I mean, I, I just, I, I just can't trust Zach Wilson, a man who still is. The NFL. Uh, he looks so uncomfortable at the draft, like didn't he? Oh, it's. I've I, never see, that made me like him more, you know. That made me like him. It makes me feel like it makes me feel like he's going yeah. to be out of his death, though. Right. Fine. How, like I, I, this is a, a huge defamatory because I don't know anything about him. But I'm telling you right, there's no way he's going to dominate that room like a quarterback needs to dominate. He honestly, no, he, looks like, he, he looks like his bedtime. He has to go to bed at halftime during Champions League games. He is so <laughs> so young looking. Yeah, no, I mean he does just look completely out of his depth, and I think. All the images of him at the draft kind of back that up. But, I mean, the, the one thing you can say for him, at least out of all the quarterbacks, except for Lawrence, he's a day one starter. Um, so, I mean, if you're in desperate need of a quarterback for next year, Zach Wilson, midway through the second round, I think that's an absolute steal right there, to be honest. Um, I think the problem is, can you trust the Jets? Like, I, I'm a big Sam Darnold believer. Uh, I think he was just ruined for years, not not getting what he needed at the Jets, but maybe Wilson can turn it around. They've got rid of uh, Adam Gase now, so yeah, that's always yeah. a big plus. There's been a lot of changes for them. They've got a good wide receiver core now. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's good. Yeah. No, no, got a bit of protection in front of them. Just to confirm, we are on Dan's pick now, right? Yeah. Yes, Dan, I yeah. <laughs> Right, well, as I say, I think Dan's got a fair few needs. Um, I don't think there's a running back Good enough on the board. Um, it's not my pick. pick. No, it's probably no, for Dan. You pick Tommy. You're the next one. Um, so he's, he's already got it. <laughs> he's already got his quarterback in Lawrence. So we're not go there. I don't think there's any running backs worth going. Uh, I don't think there's a tight end worth going for at this stage. So I think it will be receiver. And I think the best one on the board actually could be uh, Amari Rogers going to the Green Bay Packers. Now. This is a bit of a, a, a bull one because obviously it depends on Rogers being there. I don't think if Rogers goes that Amari Rogers is going to be relevant, but I do think the, the, the Packers haven't had a, a, a second wide receiver who's been relevant for a good few years, probably since Ronald Cobb and Jordy Nelson were the the combo. And so I do think Amari Rogers could be the best pick here if Aaron Rogers is still there next year. So I think that's who Dan will possibly go for there. All right, Michael. Now, this with uh, MVS and Lazard. Being people are supposed to break out as the two. It's a crowded wide receiver core, yeah, but I think Lazard was meant to break through last year, just couldn't quite do it. MVS, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets cut before the training comes. To be honest, he's just he's had a few years there not doing it, um, and I, I don't think anyone's established. I mean, Devontae Adams just takes everything. Don't get me wrong, so no one's really had a chance. But... I still, I still think that Amari Rogers could be the best potential there. All right, well, Michael, over to you uh, with Tommy's pick at the 207. This is Tommy's first pick on the board as well, so quite quite late for him. First pick, apparently. Yeah, yep. well, I, I have his first round pick for this year, so. Tommy has... He needs a lot of positions, you'd say. He needs a lot of positions. And given by who's on the well, actually, he really needs probably. Oh, it could take a quarterback or a receiver. Uh, so at receiver, he has Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson, who are excellent. Mm-hmm. A- Aguilar has gone to the uh, 
Other than yeah. that, Brandon Ayuk and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, yeah, and Chase Claypool. Actually, do you know what? He's probably okay there. And his quarterbacks are Andy Dalton, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, and Drew Brees, who is now retired. So, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton. I think he take. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be the sensible pick. Uh, just the last, last really relevant quarterback on the board. Uh, Dak coming back from an injury, you don't really know if you want to trust that. Andy Dalton probably is it, he's at least going to lose his job, if not even start his job. Uh, and Derek Carr, he just always feels like he's on the, the precipice of being something relevant, but never quite gets there. So I do think that Mac Jones going to the Patriots. Now you are obviously taking him with the acceptance that Cam is going to be the starter for this year. Um, but after that... Are you sure? Oh, I, I think... I think starts this year, yeah. At least half the year. I don't think they bring in that many players and free agency if they're not going to go for it this year with Cam Newton. Uh, yeah. I don't think you bring in that many, like two tight ends, Nelson Aguilar, um, Kendrick Bourne. So, I, I think Cam's definitely the starter for this year. Uh, now, we've got back-to-back picks with Tommy. So, Tommy at the 208 again, and I'm picking for him. Um, so, this is where I think he's going to go a receiver. Um, I know he's got a bit of, bit of strength at receiver, but I think the only remaining relevant running back on the board is Kenny Gainwell. Um, and it's, as he said, he's he's not exactly in a great position. Um, and I think he will go for it. This is a player who I was actually – I, I looked look forward to sort of seeing where he landed, and then his, his landing spot was a bit disappointing, which is Terrace Marshall, who I think Tommy might take here. Like I <laughs> I was looking forward to him, but now he's behind DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. I just, I don't quite know about that, but I still think the talent is there. He's a, he's a decent, like, size guy as well. He's about six, six foot three or four, something like that. So he's got a big enough frame, and I think he could be could be a good number one receiver if DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson uh, kind well, of get we've The number one receiver in that team is always going to be Christian Carter. Well, I mean, that's another point, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a fair point. All right, now we're on to the 209, which is Matthew's pick, which Michael will be making for him. Oh, lovely. Uh, so, I mean, he really needs a running back. many standard yeah. running backs have. No, running backs compared to last year just are not. The talent isn't the same, really. Um, as you said, he, he has absolutely no need for a quarterback. Uh Receiver, he's fairly stacked, but just for the hell of it, he might take another receiver. Um, is a light? No, he's still there. He's still there. See, you could take Elijah Moore or you could take Rondale Moore. Um, Rondale's in a better spot, but then has to compete with Hopkins. And AJ Green is there for this year at least. And AJ Green, uh, Elijah Moore, was he gonna fall of a risk? Uh, well, whoever he's going to pick isn't going to start anyway. So I would say on that basis, he would go, and I know I just slag him off, he would take Elijah Moore and see how Zach Wilson plays out. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Elijah Moore, I think, is a good... It, it, there's just so many receivers at, at the Jets at the minute, and then Ricky's quarterback coming in, so there is more risk. But as you say, Matthew's in a position where he can take that kind of risk. He doesn't necessarily need to throw him in week one. So I think it's a, a solid pick. No, as we said, like, it is a good record, but nobody really stands out, so... If he does click, he can yeah. very easily become the number one this season. Absolutely. 
It's not the worst. So it's me right, for you then to end it off, is it? Yes, it's the last pick, 210, which is my pick, which will be done by Craig. So who do you think I, I'm picking here? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> not you, Craig, but in our draft, this is Mr. Irrelevant. So make it a good one. <laughs> uh, like Ron Damo is still on the board. He could be the number two for the Cardinals. I just, I can't, I honestly can't believe he fell this far, to be honest. Rondale Moore, but I think that's who Bradley will take up with the two. Nice. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Like the fact he's fallen off, but I think it's just you sort of see him with uh, with uh, DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green there, and you're a bit. bit Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz, we don't know, but it looks like he is going to retire, but he's still there at the moment. Yeah, absolutely love Larry Fitz. But no, I mean, that, that's a, it's as you say. There's, I think there's so much depth at receiver here that you kind of feel like you're getting value for money. Regardless Somewhere. of who you go for, and um, there's a lot of depth. I'm surprised. I sort of thought someone might uh, think someone's going to take the next sort of tight end on the board, which is uh, Pat Fairmouth, because he's he's like, got a good landing spot at the Steelers now, which I don't think is too bad. Ebron yeah, was fine last year. I think he's only got one year left in his contract, so he could be yeah, starting so, forwards, high passing uh, offense. I think the concern's obviously at quarterback. This is probably Ben's last year, so could be a bit more concerning. Season. Haskins season, oh geez, I don't know about that really. <laughs> Coming for that fourth place in the division. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not. But no, I'll run through quickly here. So with the 101, Craig taking Harris. 102, Michael taking Jamar Chase. 103, Clarkie taking Travis Etienne. 104, Peter taking Kyle Pitts. 105, Monty taking Devonta Smith. 106, Dan taking Trevor Lawrence. 107, me taking Bateman. 108, Craig taking Jalen Waddell. 109, Matthew taking Javante Williams. And the 110, Craig taking Trey Lance. Then going quickly through the second round, Craig taking Michael Carter. Uh, me taking Justin Fields. Clarkie taking Kadarius Tony. Peter taking with the 204, Trey Sermon. Monty taking Zach Wilson. Dan Amari Rogers. Tommy Mac Jones. Tommy Terrace Marshall. Matthew with the 209, Elijah Moore. And me with the 210, Rondell Moore. So there we have it. That is our rookie mock draft. So hopefully we'll we'll see how these predictions pan out. Um, but yeah, still a couple of months before our draft. That seems uh, reasonable enough. There, I think a couple of key team needs that are addressed. I can't wait to throw a curveball for the one on one. Just get everybody killed them. Uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> I, I would love to see that ball call, you know, just be to really mix things up because I think everyone's got you set at taking Najee Harris and then Michael, as he said, is probably going to be the one two, but with uh, Jamar Chase. But uh, yeah, unless he trades it to Clarky, obviously, for Hamilton. Well, yeah, yeah, some some talks of trading, uh, trading picks about, so you never know what could happen. Uh, might be, might be some changes before we get to the actual draft. All right, well, there we have it, our rookie mock draft. So. Thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.